Yo, what up? It's your boy, Andrew Stone, aka O'Doctor, and welcome to episode three of Raising a Ninja. Uh, this episode today, we're going to be talking about punishment, not so much the crime, you know, it's titled Crime and Punishment, just the punishments. Before I get into talking about the episode, I'm going to play you a clip that I recorded yesterday with Leah. We talked about uh, the punishment she's received. <laughs> she explains a little bit about it. So I'm going to go ahead and play that for you now and then come back without her and uh, have a conversation about punishment with your kids. Let me go run that for you guys. So this episode, Leah, I'm talking about punishment. Do you remember the last time you got your butt beat? I don't remember the age, but yeah, I remember. How excited you were? Oh yeah, so excited. And how fun it was? So fun. Wasn't it the best day ever? It was the worst day ever. How many times you got your butt beat? Once. Why only one time? Because I didn't want to get my butt beat anymore. (laughs) But it was so fun though. For you. (laughs) Do you remember why you got your butt beat? Because I lied. Right? Not because you did something wrong, but when I asked you about it. I lied. You lied. Do you remember what happened that day? Mm. Remember how I went around, we told everybody, you kept telling everybody what was going to happen? Yeah. I was really scared, so I did anything to delay what was going to (laughs) happen. Right? Yeah. You just went by people's houses and you had to tell them you were going to get your butt beat when you went home. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you had to tell them what you did wrong and why. Yeah. Do you remember how many times I beat your butt? How many times you got hit? Three. That's right. What I hit your butt with? Um, I got a choice. You did get a and choice. I remember telling a couple friends, and they were like, why did you choose the spoon? The spoon, are you stupid? Or something? Because they said there was a lot of easier options that I could have chosen, but like, no. Like, what do you think is easier than a spoon? They said maybe a shoe or something like that, but I was like, he has big feet. <laughs> yeah, a shoe would have been worse. <laughs> My feet are big. I got size 13s out here in these streets. So... I will be explaining to people later about that part of it and explain all of it. What other punishments do you get? Do you know the punishments you get from me? Like, like remember when you had to write in a dictionary, write the words down in that book? Yeah, I hated that. Yeah. <laughs> and then now you just take away my phone for like. Yeah, now you're at the point where I take away stuff for your punishment. But you know what you're going to bring back? What? word searches because you don't know how to look for things don't you like word searches tell the people, <laughs> no, tell the people like... how good the word searches were they were horrible i hated them and i never was good at them and then when i went to school everybody was like "Ooh, fun so they helped me with the word searches and i'm like this is great it's not it's fun <laughs> see it's fun you don't understand what fun is it wasn't fun <laughs> it was fun i don't even like running laps i'd rather run laps than do the word searches yeah. Oh, yeah. Run a, well, run a laps is a punishment and a, just what you have to do. Yeah. You, you run laps, win or lose, regardless. You run laps. And if you mess up, you run laps. Yeah. So laps are just good old fashioned fun for you. You love laps. Don't love them, but you okay. Eat laps for breakfast, yo. You are a lap champion. I'd rather do laps than a word search. 
I have to bring back the book too. I have to get back into the dictionary. I'd rather do the word searches. Nah, big different punishments, different things. See, that whole taking the phone, it ain't working all the time. Yes, it is. You forget to do your push ups and sit ups. I'm not forgetting anymore. You ain't been posting on Instagram. I'm going to. I, I need to do something exciting. You don't have to do anything exciting. Sometimes it's just about a regular day. You didn't got your guitar set up and fixed up. You didn't post that. Yeah. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. So it's not about what, I'm, what's I'm, exciting I'm or what's or whatever. I'm going to post about no, it. No, you're not doing it, though. I'm so going, we're going to have to bring back the dictionary. Well, I'm going to now. Okay, well, we're going to bring back the dictionary so keep it up and see how it works out for you. Because obviously, I'm not motivating you with my punishments. Do you remember that time when you were like little, little, and you smacked me and I smacked you in the face? Yep. <laughs> what do you remember? I remember, wait, I remember throwing your phone in a in a um, little water pool. That has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. I don't. I hit I mean, you because you were hitting people. You were in that hitting people phase. I was hitting people? Yeah, all kids do it. You kept slapping your mom in the face. I slapped her? Yep. And then you slapped me in the face and I slapped you back and you started crying. And then I slapped you just like that, and you started crying. And then when I took you back to your mom, you walked in. It was like a day later. You tried to make her feel better. Uh, as soon as you saw your mom, Daddy slapped me. And she's like, oh, you hit, oh, my God, you hit her, oh, my God. And I'm like, well, slap your mom the way I slapped you. And you went to, like this to your mom. And I was like, yeah. She hit me in my face. She ain't hit me in my face. She can keep hitting you in your face if you want to. She ain't hit me in my face no more because when you hit somebody, you got to worry about somebody hitting you back. Just like when we were watching um, Purple Rain last night, and I said, what do you do if a guy hits you? What would you say? Um, I said, you slap him right back. He was like, or you leave, yeah. but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, always defend yourself, but I'm just saying, like, once somebody puts their hands on you, you got to be out. So. She came back. I mean... Yeah, it's a movie, and it's a, what a lot of people do, but you... Don't ever think that someone's going to stop. Don't ever think someone's going to change. That's a different conversation, different topic. But um, other punishments you get are what? Um, oh, yeah, flicks in my head. And then I also, like, I was always scared of, like, when you talked to me and you sat down and talked to me, like, very sternly. And I was, like, trying not to look you in the eye because it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it scary? It was, like, very tense, and I was very scared. <laughs> you going to be doing what you're supposed to do. What you about to cry for? Because it's scary! <laughs> you just talk about it. You about to cry. Look at your eyes all tearing up. That's right. <laughs> uh, the power of the daddy. <laughs> yeah, you about to cry for real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like if people can't see your face, they're like, they, they try to send an SOS. They think Leah's being abused. Save her. Go save her. Look, she got tears running down her face. You don't like those stern talking twos, huh? <laughs> what would you rather have? A stern talking to or get your butt beat? Neither. <laughs> you sure? You got a big one. Talk. Yes. I don't know. You over here crying. <laughs> I would cry more if I had to get my butt beat, though. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to post up the picture so that people can see that you got your butt beat. I hated it. And then you said it for my background. Yep. And my friends were like, why are you crying? Yep. Why is that your background? And, 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 I was why, like, and why was it your background? Because I wasn't doing my push-ups and sit-ups. Because you weren't doing what you were supposed to do. Yeah. And as soon as you did what you were supposed to do, it wouldn't be your background anymore. Yeah. So whose fault is that? That your friends Mine. saw the background? Mine. Okay consequences, rules. I give you options for stuff. You put yourself in this position. I give you all the tools you need to do to get yourself out of issues. So that when you don't do them, that's not my fault. That's your fault. You up in here crying because you think about me talking to you. <laughs> that's right. My voice is powerful. It is sometimes like... I'm the daddy. It's scary. I'm the daddy. Does your mom scare you when she talks to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> What's some punishments your mom does? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't really punish me. Mm. I thought she grounded you or something. I don't. <laughs> Guess you're just better at your mom than me. No, she's nicer. She's nicer? Well, not nicer, but like, it's fine. Like,. She won't do anything about it. Yeah, so you messing up, man. Ain't no consequences over in them parts of the street, dog. Because I just stay in my room all day, and I don't do anything. I'm just a blob sitting there. I don't... I don't really do anything. Well, you gotta do stuff. Yeah. The world's about doing stuff. Are well, you? now I'm just gonna sit in my room and do the play the guitar, being a blob, right. learning stuff. Right. You done crying now? Yeah. All right, say goodbye to the people. Bye, peoples. Do you want to ask somebody for help? Call for, say help, somebody help. No. Help. So help me, please. So help me, my daddy talking to me. No. I can't take it. Help. I'm fine. Right? I can make you cry whenever I want to. Just got to look at you. <laughs> so two things right off the bat. Just to explain, because if you're a listener, you don't understand how the pressure of the slap one. If you took two of your fingers right now and put them to your cheek and pushed your face enough as turning with your head, that was my quote-unquote slap back to her when she was a kid. I put my hands on her face and I pushed her face with two fingers. And she did not like that. And she cried. And she never hit me again. So she learned a very valuable lesson very early on. Don't put your hands on somebody and don't expect somebody not to put their hands on you if you choose to put your hands on somebody. The second thing I want to address directly is her crying. That was actually very interesting for me because as you heard, I, I, I when I was a kid, I got my butt whooped. I'll talk about that later. But I thought to myself when I had my own kid, I didn't want to beat my kid on the regular. I wanted to try other things. And my father also used other tools as punishment as opposed to beating. But my grand, I grew up with my grandparents, so my grandmother and my uncles just whipping sticks and belts and stuff all the time. So I didn't want to do that too much with her. But that was really kind of crazy that you couldn't see it. But as soon as she started talking about me talking to her when we have our discussions and her eyes just welling up like that. And then the more she thought about it and remembered, she just started crying. And that was that was kind of like a little intense moment for me because I'm like, wow, you know, why does that make you so upset? So let me explain to you the last time we had a conversation on what it was like. She wanted to learn pitching for softball. Uh, she asked me about it twice. I told her if she started practicing on her own, that I would do it. 
and I would pay for it and I would help her. She persistently kept asking and she wanted to learn. She wanted to be taught by somebody. I took her for a lesson. She told me she really wanted to do it. I explained to her that it was very expensive to have these lessons. So if she doesn't keep up on it on her own, then she'd be wasting my money because not for nothing, her mom was not chipping in for it. So I was paying the full freight. I don't like wasting my money. So if you tell me you want to do something, I want to try and put you in the best position possible. So I'm going to do what I need to do to help you. But I need you to do what you need to do to help yourself. And so like things happen with kids. She did very good in the beginning, and then she just stopped working out on her own. I had to remind her every day. I had to ask her if she had done it, and she hadn't. So then I just stopped the classes that I prepaid for, which I still have the classes. But I just went in and I talked to her, and I said, now, see, um, I haven't taken you. She was going every week. And I said, you haven't asked about pitching. You haven't asked about anything. You haven't asked why I haven't taken you. It's like you haven't thought about it, but you wanted me to spend that money. And I spent my money. I spent a lot of money for something for you. I asked her why she felt that she could waste my money or waste my time. That discussion, you know, she sat there, she apologized, she said she was sorry, she knew she needed to work harder, and she really just said, hey, could you remind me, because sometimes I just don't think about it, but I do want to do it. And I said, that's fine. If you need me to remind you, you need me to help you, you know, we can set schedules and stuff like that, but I also need you to initiate things on your own to show me that you're willing to do it. I don't want to feel like I'm making you do this now, like if if it's what you want to do, you need to do it on your own. And so that was the last time we had a conversation where not for nothing, I guilted her desperately about that whole situation. I fully understand what I was doing. But again, the fact that I can get through to her with conversation and make her cry like that when she's just sitting here thinking about it is pretty powerful. It also goes to show that she cares about my opinion. You know, she doesn't want to let me down. She doesn't want to disappoint me. And uh, I fully understand that because as a dad, I don't want to disappoint her. I don't want to let her down. And I'm doing the best that I know how to support her, take care of her and teach her. So but again, her crying like that. Ooh, man, boy, ain't no mom got no uh, nothing on my guilt trips. Boy, my I've learned from uh, some of the best recipes, my mom about uh, putting a guilt trip on people. I, I remember one time I had asked my dad for money. I was older. I was like 25. I need, I wanted to do something. It was something frivolous, something extra that I wanted to do. And I had the money, but I didn't have all the money. And I was like, oh, dad, let me borrow 250 bucks or whatever. I'll get it right back to you. Dad didn't ask any questions, gave me the money. I did what I did. I showed him what I did. He liked what I did. Everything was fine. It might've been like six, seven months later. Uh, he had come up to visit and I said, oh, let me take you out to dinner. I said, all right, cool. So we go out and uh, I took him to a nice place too. We're eating shrimp and seafood and the bill might have been like, ended up being like a hundred bucks or something like that. And I was like, oh, well, I got it. I told you I was taking you out. And he was like, you know what would have been nice? He's like, I was like, what? He's like, instead of taking me out to dinner, spending my money on food, you could have just paid me back the money you borrowed from me. And I literally started crying. I was like, oh my God, I do owe you $250. And then I ended up paying him back, but I just, I just forgot. Uh, at that point, it was a situation where I didn't have the money. It was a situation where I was trying to hide from him with the money. I just literally forgot. But when he said that to me, I was devastated because it, he said it like he knew better, but he said it like I was trying to get over on him or something. And I totally was not. So, um, when you care about what your parents think of you or 
how they think of you or how they look at you. I could fully understand how she uh, does not like a, a, a stern talking to. I like to use that as my main tool now for when things are super heavy. I just sit her down and we talk and I have everything laid out rationally and I ask her to explain herself. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not seeing it a certain way. But usually, the being the rational person I am, I'm usually right, and she understands why she's wrong, and then we move on, and she learns her lesson. Now, a uh, side note for you as a parent, I don't know what your moves are or what you got going on, but uh, early on, plucking was my thing. I used to pick up Leah and her friends, and I'd take them to the park or to the pool or whatever, and I'd have three and four kids with me, and whenever they got in my car, I would just pluck them all on the forehead before they got in the car. And to the point where they all just put their heads down before they got in my car, knowing that I was going to pluck them in the forehead. And the thing behind that is, is look, I hit you for no reason. You didn't even do anything. I've already hit you. So don't make me hit you while we're out. The general premise and threat of that has kept me from ever hitting someone's child. As Leah told you, I've only beaten her butt once. So I don't have to beat any children. It's just, you know, a preemptive strike, putting a little fear in their heart. I remember one time we went to the pool. I took three of our friends. Uh, the dad was like, oh, you know, bring them home. I'm making dinner. Now, I told the kids I would take them to McDonald's after we got done the pool. And I said, oh, well, your dad wants you to come home. He's making dinner. And they're like, we want McDonald's. We want McDonald's. I'm like, look, I'm sorry. I told you, yes, we're going to McDonald's, but I can't. Now your dad said he's going to feed you when we get home. And so they're in the back of the car screaming. And I was like, yo, if you make me pull this car over, I'm getting out of this car and I'm going to beat all your butts. And Leo's just like, remember my dad hit you before we got in the car? She's like, he's not playing. If he says he's going to hit you, he's going to beat our butts. Just stop. Just stop. And then they all sat there quiet and they fell asleep. By the time they woke up, they were home. We were, uh, we ate dinner over their house. It was a family affair. Everybody had fun. <laughs> but again, the preemptive strike always worked out well when she was young. Uh, started that probably when she was around four or five. Because again, I just didn't want to beat her. I was getting beat. Whew. I had to go pick my own switches. If it broke after three times getting hit with, I had to go get my, my grandma will go get a new one. You know, I, I grew up in a getting whooped household. My dad had a thing where uh, it was three strikes and you're out type of situation. He caught it hammer time. Uh, you know, I could set the house on fire. No problem. I could let the dog drown in the lake. No problem. I forget to take trash out. It's hammer time. Like the third thing, no matter what it was, he was beating me. And that was his level of not just beating me when he's angry. It was more of a, again, a controlled situation where I chose the next time I was going to get beat because I knew when it was two. He's like, that's two. All right. You know, that's two the next time. So I kind of knew, which is all kinds of things I try to implement with Leah with the whole picture on her background of her phone. Now for her phone, she does push-ups and sit-ups. I pay a bill. She's got to pay a bill. She's got to work for it. This is how she's had an iPhone and all kinds of phones. And she has Beats headphones. And she's never broken a phone. She's never broken headphones. She's never lost anything. She's had Apple Watches. She doesn't break things. Like, she just takes care of her stuff because she gets up every morning or every night before she goes to bed. And she does push-ups and sit-ups. It makes her think about it. And she appreciates what she has. So, when I ask her... Um, do you do push-ups and sit-ups? We also have a thing about not lying, which I'll discuss in another show by itself. She doesn't lie to me. So if she didn't do it, it'd be X days without a phone or X days without whatever. After a while, she was just missing days here and there. So I finally put her picture on her phone with a screensaver of her from that day when she got beat when she was crying. And I was like, look, this reminds you of being sad when I your phone. 
And I said, all you have to do is go seven straight days without missing push-ups or sit-ups. And so that went on for maybe four months of that picture being on her phone. She looked at that picture of herself crying every day, day in and day out, used her phone every day, but still would forget to do push-ups and sit-ups. She, oh, I fell asleep. Oh, I was tired. Oh, I didn't do this. Said, okay, we should do it as soon as you wake up in the morning. Oh, I woke up late. I was a rush and, and so on and so on. And so she had that picture on her phone for months. But again, that was her doing other things that uh, were done as punishment for me that I passed on to her. The dictionary thing. I got her way up to the letter T. So when I would do something wrong or I'd get loud or back talk or anything, just little knicky knack stuff, I had a notebook and I had a dictionary and I had to write a word and a definition and so on and so forth. And I got away to the letter T. It took me like two years to get that deep. Leah never got past B, the letter B. She was really good at it. And I wasn't as diligent as my dad was about how many words, uh, she had to do. She's also just a better kid than me overall. And in general, much better child than me, smarter than me, uh, knows better. And, uh, so there's a huge difference in the, in the level of punishment. I adapted that also to the great go find something debate. You know, you tell a kid, go in my room on my dresser and get my watch. They come back with 18 different things. They're gone for half an hour. And I didn't see it. I don't know where it is. And it's right where you told them it was. They forget. I was starting to get very angry about that. And so I changed my anger to word search. Every time you go to go find something I asked you to and you come back without it, that's one word search you have to do. And sometimes she'd get up to four pages of word searches. And as she said, she would take them to school sometimes and have kids help her. And other kids thought it was fun. And she was like, this is not fun. This is punishment. (laughs) And they're like, it's a word search. And so... When I would send her to go look for things, she looked a little harder. More often than not, she started finding them so much so that I haven't had to use a word search in a while. But the other day she messed up and I was like, man, where are the word search books at? I go to a dollar store and pick up like three of them for a dollar. So I might need to go keep a fresh one on hand just to reuse that tool. Side note about me when I was a kid, uh, I remember my dad telling me to go wash the car and I, uh, didn't want to wash the car. So I went out there and I half-assed it and uh, the car was not clean. So when he came back to check the car, it was dirty. And so he said, oh, go out and wash the car again. So I washed the car again. This time it was clean because obviously I didn't want to deal with it. So I cleaned it. The next day I came home from school, go wash the car. I washed the car. Right before I went to bed, nine o'clock at night, go wash the car. I washed the car. That proceeded on for 21 days straight. I washed his car two times a day for 21 days. After two weeks, I was crying about it. Guess what? Anytime he ever asked me to wash his car again after that, do you think the car was clean? The car was clean. Had the same discussion with Lee about running the vacuum. She runs the vacuum. She misses stuff. I walk in. I'm like, what is this? Oh, I couldn't get it. I was like, go bring me the vacuum. I bet you I can get it. And I do. And so the last time that happened, she vacuumed for an hour straight and then she vacuumed every day after school. And now when she vacuums, she makes sure she gets up all the stuff. Now, I know if you're not a punishment person, you're saying to yourself, oh, and you sound crazy, you're mean, blah, 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 blah. These are simple disciplinary things that you you just got to have discipline in life. And uh, I just 
It happened to me. It, it was worse for me. So I feel like these are different tools to get her to fully understand the grasp of things. And it works for us. <laughs> and so she'll tell you she doesn't like it. One thing I did learn from my own mistake of when she would have practices for things and uh, she would either goof off and practice or goof off in a game. I would always make her run a lap afterwards, to which it started making me feel bad because I was only doing that when she made a mistake and it was kind of singling them out. So then I turned it into a we run a lap after everything we do. And she does. And so much so now that after softball, win or lose, all the girls run after practices, Leah runs and sometimes she gets other girls to run with her, which is very encouraging and, and uh, promotes support between the girls. The only thing she doesn't run after is wrestling because that is a physical toll and I'm not a psychopath. She's already worn down and beat down at the end of practices in a match, you know, fighting for her survival so i don't have her run laps after wrestling but every other sport uh there are always laps involved and she knows that whether i'm there or not it was actually cute uh last time the girls had a practice had a game i had to work uh, all the girls ran a lap for me and half of them said oh we did a lap for you coach owen and half of them were like oh we just did that so we didn't have to run two laps tonight when you came back and either way it was cute and appreciated so i don't think there's anything else about punishment. I don't really ground her. I don't really subject her to, you know, being in her room or anything like that or without things. Like I said, sometimes I'll take her phone for a day if she doesn't do something. But my other uh, punishment is reading, which she likes to read, so it's not a big deal. If she's been on her phone for too long or anything like that, I just say, hey, go read for half an hour or go read two chapters. And she does, and she comes back, and all is right with the world. But uh, if you're still listening, shoot me a message, leave a comment. What kind of punishments do you have or give to your children? I'm wondering what kind of punishments you have going on. Uh, do you think I'm wrong? Do you think I'm crazy? Uh, are, are, are you sending in the support team for the kid? Like, you know, <laughs> oh, uh, she's good. It was just, man, that crying thing was really crazy earlier, though. I was looking at her and I was like, I can't believe that you're crying. And I asked her afterwards when we got off the record, like, what? She's like, I just don't like disappointing you. And I don't like when you look at me like that. And once you start talking to me, I know that I did something wrong. And I know that there is nothing I could say. <laughs> and I said, well, there's nothing you can say, but there's something you could do. And she's like, I know. And I, I try very hard not to have those conversations. I think we've only had two or three at the most. Again, she's a good kid. She's an awesome kid. Uh, I hope you're enjoying this podcast. If you do give it a star rating on iTunes or wherever you're seeing it at or downloading it or a like on YouTube or subscribe greatly appreciated. And again, leave me a comment. Tell me how you punish your kids, how you were punished as a kid. Tell me the stories of the torture that you had to ordeal. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I want to know. Uh, also, if you like supporting the podcast, uh, patreon.com slash IQMZ, it'll be in the notes. Uh, anything is great and greatly appreciated. There's a PayPal link on the site too. If you just want to Throw me a one-time donation. It would help out to get some, uh, not new equipment, but I want to get some matching equipment. And maybe I'll start doing these shows live on video with the kid if uh, enough people show enough interest. All right, that's it for now and today. I'm your boy, J.J. Stone, a.k.a. O-Doctor. And this has been Raising a Ninja. We're out.